What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with... His co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. Coming at you with Motivation Monday. It is time to kick off that week and get after it. If you aren't listening to this on to a Monday, you are missing out. You know, have those notifications on. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple. This is a great opportunity to fire yourself up right at the start of the week. We release these at 2 a.m. or 1 a.m. rather eastern standard time so as soon as you wake up even if you wake up super early you're going to be ready to hear this on monday and you'll be good to go and before we jump into this episode for today me and kyle have been working really hard to get our reviews up to you know really just crush those charts and experience growth and grow with all of you amazing people as our community and listening base has grown we really are doing a big push this month to try and grow and get into the top 10 fitness podcasts, and we need your help so you know if we could just ask one thing of you if you could take two seconds if you love this podcast share it somewhere anywhere you know if you're a big linkedin person a pinterest person uh you know if you're still using myspace whatever it is like go ahead share it text it to a friend especially someone who you think would love it like let's help people out as we'll get into later in this episode like too many people aren't living fitness health and happiness and we started everything here so people could be fitter healthier and happier i believe everyone deserves that right not only everyone needs it but they deserve it because we all know how good we feel when we feel good so let's help other people do that help us grow it would mean the world to us so go ahead share with a friend if you share it to your instagram story please tag us it makes us smile it really makes our day so if you haven't done that before it would mean the world because we want to take over this month but enough of that and thank you to everyone who does that. We'll jump right into the episode. And I'm going to start off with my quote. So my quote is actually a Confucius quote. Um, you know, I've been really liking the philosophers lately, and I think there's been a lot to learn from them. And I put a little bit more time and effort into studying them because these are great thinkers. These are guys who their entire job, guys and girls, who their entire job was to think and just, you know, just really ruminate over different thoughts and opinions. And you can learn a lot from people that have really devoted themselves to being some of the great minds that have just come through generations. So I love this quote. It's nice and simple. And it's that everything has beauty, but not everyone sees it. And what really brought this to mind and made it really powerful to me was, you know, I was mountain biking the forest yesterday. It's about 20 minutes from me. There's like probably like a hundred miles of free groomed trails, like really nice trails. And it's amazing too how like I can just neglect the amazing, you know, just ability to go use that and even being at beaches and like, you know, there's just so much beauty, especially in nature, right? Like it was so cool when I was kind of getting to the trails and like the hills, you go through this big meadow and it was just amazing like how beautiful it was and how different it was. And it's like, you know, very often I just don't take the time to experience that or see it or even take it in. Like it can so be so easy just going through like day to day or even me kind of being in like the area I went to school at you know like you appreciate the time then it starts to fade and just the thing you do or the beauty of your house or the gym or people you know you know but that's why we're so so we believe so much so in like just taking time to be grateful and to experience gratitude and to write things out and that's why every day I write three things I'm grateful for because even today I put forests you know I know I love forests trees all these things like it's just so nice and peaceful being out there you know mountain biking doing these things so you know there really is like a lot without it being too much of a cliche but there's a lot of beauty in everything and there's beauty even in the processes and beauty in like you know the work of you getting to the gym sweating doing these things seeing change being in a phase of growth like it is pretty cool and when you look at it like that it makes you appreciate the mundane that much more and that's where I think you can kind of get that level up and you can be motivated to do those things and to really remind yourself and if you struggle to implement a lot of these things you know kind of a a side note but that's why it's good to schedule these things in and 
even me i'm like oh i've been slacking on my rock climbing haven't been mountain biking as much it's hard when you have like a million hobbies but it is good you know you add these to the calendar you make plans it's fun to meet up with buddies and do different tasks even volleyball these different things like but case in point there's a lot to do go out there and do it um you know i think that's awesome like i was telling kyle i was reading an article uh, it's on the walrus it's called why don't millennial millennials have hobbies and more or less it was just saying how like you know it starts off by saying i'm an adult which means i don't have any hobbies in all caps if i have any free time at all i will go lie down (laughs) and right it's like dang like it's it's sad but it's true you know it's kind of an interesting time and like we feel like we need to relax and you know feel better by just sitting down staring at our phone you know doomsday scrolling watching netflix doing all these things but you know hobbies in general are really powerful things that's something we've always done pretty well with and i love you know bring that to other people even hiking walking reading learning doing arts like all these different things are super good so there's my big random tangent um and a little bit of my thoughts yeah it's funny that josh brought that up because the other day when i was doing my visualization in the morning i'll just i'll kind of try to mix my meditation and visualization i was i was focusing on like the future right like of course you know we are gonna head to florida again this winter and i was starting to try to you know picture that and everything and the beauty of the beach and all that other stuff and while it is good to obviously look forward to that type of stuff i was like man there's so much beauty around us as well and i think a lot of times like you know it's just like we focus just simply on just like kind of other areas like going away and stuff like that but if you actually spend a few minutes and like search on google and like pay attention kind of like josh said like that mountain bike trail that was so close to him that he's like i didn't even know about and even i actually told him you know the other day um you know there's this other cool place to hike that i went to and it's about 20 minutes from each of us and then i was like on the way back you know hit up the farmer's market got some nice fresh veggies and fruits and then there's some live music like all this other cool stuff and i'm like there's so much amazing stuff around us no matter where we are but I think a lot of times we have a hard time appreciating it because based off of our habits based off of like the go 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 nature and based off of just like kind of you know always trying to look for different things that are so far away even myself I'm like there's like a million different trails near me how why do I have to travel multiple hours to try to just get out and you know of course I do like doing that and that's a great experience but I think the big lesson learned is just like kind of just look look around you like just all that amazing stuff especially when you're present and you know kind of reminds me um, that quote that Josh brought up like uh, we had gotten this from Abby Scott who we interviewed a, a while ago and it was a great interview she said every day may not be good but there's something good in every day and I think a lot of this all comes down to our perspective in our mindset there so that was very very well said and uh, you know I'm glad it was brought up definitely lots of good things to think about now my quote is uh, going to go into um, yeah just like a very strong thing I, I, I very firmly believe uh, you're not supposed to feel like working out every day in fact it would be weird if you did but we do things every day that we don't exactly feel like doing just suck it up and get it done future you will thank present you and this one is just so powerful just especially because I do think a lot of times to this day people are always saying how are you so motivated how are you able to stay consistent how are you able to do you know just this stuff day in and day out and you know I I always say like I haven't said in a while but just a lot of times I don't feel like doing it like right now as I'm training for this you know pretty advanced run like I will tell you one out of every 20 times I'm actually excited to get out there and I just I force myself you know even hitting leg day even just there's a lot of things that like I look forward to a lot of things but there's a lot of things especially when it comes down to things that are tough that I just I'm not excited about but it still gets done right and I just wanted to 
you know, like just remind a lot of people here who feel the exact same way, which I feel like a ton of you do, is that you don't have to feel fired up. You don't have to feel the most motivated. Obviously, there's a bunch of different ways to do that and to get into that state, you know, pre-workout motivational videos. But majority of the time, you just got to get there. You just got to get it done. And, you know, it's your body's going to take over. And, you know, yeah, if we were just always feeling ready and ready to attack it, then, you know, we probably wouldn't get anything done, right? So a lot of times when you're feeling that way, it's totally normal. We all feel it. And that's my little motivational spiel for today. 110%. Like, uh, you know, it's just so easy to, you know, not want to go. Even me today, I was thinking how yesterday, I'm like, oh, I did, you know, a hard workout with my buddy. I did the mountain bike with another buddy. I did a ton of hikes, ton of walks. But, you know, I was thinking quite similar to Kyle, how I dragged myself there. I even you know, like, I'm going to do this. I saw some friends, you know, got fired up. The music started going. I started listening to some music I liked. And before you know it, I was thinking, man, I feel so good. Like, I'm so thankful I did this. Like, and similar to my point too, of like feeling like you need to relax by just doing nothing or doing like, you know, being on your phone or watching Netflix, like very often exercise actually is more relaxing, right? Like it's just so easy to put it in a bucket as it being like work. And we've spoken before about how important it is to even say, you know, I get to exercise, I'm able to exercise. Like that alone is absolutely awesome. And when you kind of look at it like that way, like a walk actually, in my opinion, like if I spend 30 minutes walking versus 30 minutes watching a show, I feel way more rejuvenated. I have endorphins, I've had fresh air, got some breathing, I spent some time thinking like you know it's really easy and you know there's a lot of places that we'll talk about like just how dangerous numbing is like just you know scrolling instagram and you know waiting and wanting to compare and contrast and do all these other things but you know even just taking time to do some things you like or and it, it's hard right like it's just easier even for me at night i've made a challenge of you know at kind of 10 45 all screens need to come off and i i um stretch then read and like i know it's gonna help me sleep better it's gonna make me feel better and like it's so hard because you want to sit there you want to finish a show you want to just keep doing that easy thing but every time you do that harder thing you just get yourself into it you go three two one and you just start doing that next thing you feel better right which can be really good so another fun little thought kind of you know taking a different angle i just thought is a little good bonus quote uh there's this video of this guy interviewing like millionaires and they're giving pieces of advice and this is a good one for everyone who like compares themselves to everyone else and you know feels insignificant they're not doing things right he shared the quote that he said really helped him is that we all put our pants on the same way in the morning and it's pretty funny too right because it's easy to think oh once i have this i'll feel better once i am in this situation it'll be better if i'm like that person and i have this many followers or whatever right but at the end of the day too you know we all have our own struggles and challenges and different things like that and it you know when you kind of look at it that way you're like okay this isn't too bad right like i gotta put my pants on in the morning too it's always like odd you know you're pulling them up whatever but i thought it was like a really nice simple and kind of fun quote yeah dude i love that uh and yeah i'm just gonna jump into like one other thing i had i know we're popping off with lots of thoughts and yeah just you know your brain's got to keep thinking you know always just like what what what's the next level what you know what's going on here and that's what even i'm trying to always think is like okay what what's you know and, and especially writing it down like even this morning i was like i had so many things so i just like took out a piece of pen and paper and i was just like all right i gotta get it down on uh, on a journal here and uh the one thing that i came up with and i heard it from a speech i don't know where it was just in my notes it was if you're consistent at anything you do it's difficult to fail at life and it just I thought that was so powerful and especially relating it to the fitness journey and just hearing where a lot of people struggle and you know especially when it comes to maybe meal prep right if you're consistent with your meal prep it is going to be so hard to fail 
at your fitness journey, right? If you're consistent at, you know, doing calls and that's part of your job, you know, especially when it comes to sales, it's going to be very, very hard to fail at that. So like whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, like consistently showing up is going to be half the battle. That's the biggest thing. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle is, you know, one week on, one week off, one month off, on one month off and everything like that. And it's just, it's such an important thing. So even just, I know so many people around me that it's just like, you know, the reason I find that a lot of them are struggling is just the inconsistency side of things. So yeah, I heard that in a speech and I know it's not like a rocket science thing. A lot of people have heard it, but I was just like, you know what? I got to write this down. Like just keep showing up, you know, and just, you know, if you even podcasts, like for us, it was just like, Hey, if we want to be good at this, if we want to get a lot of listeners and change a lot of lives, it's not going to be about doing one episode every month or one every, you know, I, I even just listened to a podcast yesterday where one guy said after five or six years, his thing finally started to take off. And he said, look back when I started filming my podcast, obviously we can relate to this, but it was just like, it's not like he just did one every once in a while. He was just so consistent with it. So that's the big message I wanted to get across. That was really powerful. Um, when I was listening to a video sometime, I don't even know where I got it from, but I just want to share that with you guys today. 110%. All right. Yeah. And that's it. I always, I've said it before and I'll keep saying it you can't be the person who no matter how much they fall down, they keep getting up. So that is one of the biggest things. But now we're going to learn from someone else who has been crushing it. Even myself having done this 10 years, I constantly get amazing golden nuggets from other people's transformations, other people's mindsets. Like, you know, if you really want to limit your growth and you want to do horrible in your journey in life, you know, just completely ignore advice of other people, right? It's so easy to say, I've done that. I already have that done thanks but you can always learn right and i guess one last bonus quote i was reading that jocko book so i got it for kyle i read it a bit before i gifted it to him and then i was waiting and i was gonna like maybe buy it later because it was like a 40 dollar book but i'm like okay i'm gonna treat myself to this it's worth it and he just had a whole page about question everything you know and even somewhere else i heard you know there's someone who whose father was like a really intelligent mathematician and he said like that he was saying a lot of people thought his father was like dumb or something because he used to always say explain that to me more like and he'd keep asking questions because he wanted to understand something completely like he didn't kind of want to get an idea of it he really wanted to learn it and you know even Jocko was saying how if there's something you don't understand or something you don't know learn it if there's a word you haven't heard before look it up in the dictionary if you have a question about what a saying means or how something works like take the time like I think it's so worth it too and one of the best things you can ever do is just ask these questions right like we've all been there thinking back to school something comes up you know everyone's nodding along and in your head you're like I don't understand this right and then you wait and then you understand it less and they build on that concept and it gets worse and sometimes it's harder to do that thing to say oh you know can someone explain this to me more but when you do that you're giving yourself an advantage right so always be questioning everything always be trying to learn even when you think you know something you know challenge it make sure it stands like when you have that attitude that's the attitude we've had towards this fitness health and happiness journey like you'll see like you know the core foundations always stay the same but you can always learn and improve and become better and with that you will get improve and become better yeah you know the more that i grow up i feel like the more i realize we know like nothing in like so many different ways like obviously we've dialed in our fitness our nutrition our coaching our business but even the more that we've been hanging out with people in different industries like such as real estate accounting like all this other stuff i'm like just I'm genuinely curious like so why do you do it this way like how do you do that and I feel like just the more that we question things like in that perspective as well like just the more we become
become like just so so informed right like it just it, life is so cool it's so interesting everyone's so diverse everyone has different struggles and like when you kind of start to ask questions and learn more about that it's it's so powerful and I think a lot of people kind of just sit back nod their head and just like oh okay cool and they don't really understand what's going on one of the one of our favorite quotes that, that we were talking about today is like um, what was it some people know um, uh, some people make it happen some people watch it happen and then there's a lot of people that don't even know what's going on I was gonna use that as a quote it's from like a rap song but I was like man that is so powerful even just even though obviously it's coming from rap um, it's just like it's inspiring to just make it happen right so anyways really excited. One of my other clients, uh, Haley, who we're shouting out today, she's someone who's made it happen. She reached out. She said, hey, I need some help. And she's wanted to lose some weight. What I love about her, by the way, is she's inspiring so many people around her. She is doing extra workouts. She's inspiring her family around her to do workouts. Even though I remember her saying, hey, you know, just like, do you mind if I share some of these workouts with some of my friends, like and family and everything like that? So she's doing, you know, some of them with them. And like, she's inspiring so many people around her, but she's lost well over 20 pounds. And like, the biggest thing is there's always going to be struggles like and that's where having a coach comes in handy right there's gonna be times where you say hey I feel like the scale is not moving or I'm feeling a bit demotivated here and that's why having that reassurance I said listen keep showing up keep staying consistent as I've already talked about it's gonna pay off and then now I'm getting these messages like holy you are right like every weekly check-in it's just like a new win in so many different ways and I thought it was so powerful and I'm so proud of her and you know a couple different tips as you can see on the Instagram story or so the Instagram post make sure to follow us Colossus Fit C-O-L-O-S-S U-S-F-I-T she said basically just having the support staying consistent even scheduling her workouts and just being committed like very simple tips I love that you know sometimes when you hear other things on Instagram people will say oh the fasting helped me and the, the pre uh, the the fat burner but like she's just so basic so simple and that's why she's achieved such an incredible transformation and it's just going to keep getting better and better so especially with summer coming to an end, especially having more conversations with all of you awesome people. It seems like the same reoccurring goal, lose fat, build muscle. I want to lose 15 to 25 pounds, some people a little bit more. We did want to open up three discounted spots for three of you awesome people this week. Uh, just send us a message on Instagram with the keyword fat loss to once again, Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. And we'll have a conversation, make sure that we have the right tools in our toolbox to help you. And just above all, get you to not only lose that weight, not only lose that fat, but keep it off. Right. And that's what we're so excited about. So send us that message and we look forward to hearing from you and helping you out. Work with the best, get the results you deserve. You know, let's level up everywhere, everywhere we can. Let's get you stronger, leaner, uh, you know, better body composition, feeling more happy. Let's do all these great things. And, you know, we're really happy to maximize every area of your life and teach you pro techniques to get better results faster. So once again, you can go ahead and DM fat loss to us on Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T is our Instagram. And we look forward to helping you out. Now into the mailbag. So the first question we have is, hey, Josh and Kyle, I love the podcast and really everything you do. I'm always doing what I can to share these to my story and tell my friends, help grow your audience. Thank you so much for that in advance. Anyways, back to the question where I'm struggling right now is I'm having a hard time really creating a calorie deficit. I find that when I focus on the calories and I restrict, I actually don't lose weight for whatever reason. And then when I focus more on trying to burn calories via workouts, I end up eating more and I struggle there too. What is the best way to really regulate this and make sure I'm indeed in a deficit. 
I love this question. Similar to my example of being in school and not understanding something, there's always a, I always say, even when I'm coaching people, there's no stupid questions. If you don't understand a component of this journey, please ask me so I can help you. That is something I'm so confident in because if you have a question, there's chances other people have it too. And I'm thankful this was asked here because like getting a deficit is easy, but it's also very hard, right? We all know the secret is to eat less and burn more, but there's so many nuances in this. And this is where it actually gets a lot more complicated than that. So obviously there's two parts to the question here and, you know, kind of in this question as well, we're getting a little bit of, should I focus more on my output or my input? And the answer is both, right? Like our goal is with fitness and especially with compositional change is to always regulate every component of this as intelligently as we can. So we want to do everything we can really just to be on top of knowing, you know, what our burn kind of is kind of regulating that as well as our intake and where a lot of people do go wrong and where a lot of people struggle is they don't actually have an honest report of what they're taking in. So when you're taking a deficit, you know, they assume, okay, someone here eats 2,200 calories a day. They look like me kind of, or where I want to look. So I should probably be eating that. You know, they'll do that and they'll actually be having 3000 calories, right? Like, you know, we mentioned before the graphic Kyle showed with us previously and it showcases too, like it's, and you have that. Up? Yeah, I have it. I have it right in front of me actually. Cause as soon as Josh started talking, I'm like, I need to pull this up. Right? So here. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, once again, I gain weight in a calorie deficit. Deficit, of course, a bunch of different things to take into consideration. Underestimating portion sizes, untracked cheat meals, right? So a lot of times people will go out and then just like not keep track of that. And that's going to be a couple thousand calories. Overestimating your activity. So even it's been proven to say that, you know, a lot of these devices and stuff like that will overestimate. So let's say you think you burn a few hundred calories doing something. Chances are it's actually overestimated by anywhere between 10 and 90%, which is absolutely insane. Not keeping track of alcohol, not keeping track on weekends. There are so many different things, even like we had a video that we made and, and we'll also link this in the past where lots of things where, um, you know, just like having small little bits of food within the day. If you think of actually, you know, as many, especially if you're a parent, I'm sure there's lots of things that maybe come up and you just kind of have little, they call it what licks, um, all these things like, you know, little licks of spoons, like little like pieces of, you know, walnuts from like your kids, you know, food or whatever, like all these extra things add up. So it essentially ends up taking you out of a calorie deficit. But a lot of people who say, Hey, I'm actually in a deficit, they end up not being in one. So that's why I just wanted to uh, share that with you today. Yeah. Like this is the biggest thing. This is obviously a very complex question, but the first big thing is being honest about yourself and really locking in, right? Like if you want to be in a deficit, we need to be consistency consistently in a deficit or you're not going to see the results of that because Monday to Friday, most people will do well. They'll eat clean, cook at home weekend comes, it all falls apart, right? That's where, you know, you start giving yourself the benefit of the doubt. And we've spoken on this a lot recently, but it's not to say you can't go out and do fun things, but you, you need to be fair, right? Like good example too, is, you know, you know, you're going out, for instance, you know, we're going to watch the fights on the weekend. Even me, I need to be prepared for that. Right. And the question is like, and do I want wings? Do I want fries? Do I want to have a drink? Like, what do I want to do? Right. And I can't just go there blindly because there's a chance I'll do all those things. I'll be way over and I'll undo a lot of that progress. Right. Like, so you actually, especially being in a deficit, like dieting isn't easy. Like it is a big change, especially if you've been eating a surplus and you've been gaining weight, right? So you really need to be aware of these things and you just need to be honest with yourself most importantly. So in terms of creating a deficit, the best thing you can do is start to establish your maintenance. You know, even just start by logging your calories where you're at now, get an idea of how much you're eating. Does your weight go up or down? If your weight's going up, you're in a surplus. You need to reduce that, right? If your weight stays the same, you're at maintenance. And if your weight's going down, you're in a slight deficit and you can adjust from that position. But 
But the biggest thing you need to do is get consistent about it, right? And don't overthink the whole, you know, how much you're burning this and that. Where people go really wrong as well is they'll say, hey, I did an extra Pilates class this week and I burned an extra 300 cows. So obviously I can eat 300 cows, right? Or my Apple Watch says I burned 3,000 cows, so my maintenance must be at least 3,000 cows. Once again, that's not how that works at all. And where people go wrong is they'll end up eating more than they burned. And very often too, we're already not moving enough. Like we're in a movement deficit. If we're not exercising, we're sitting around all day. If we're not doing a ton of things, we're in that deficit. So we should just take that movement for what it is, regulate those calories and move from there. And once again, this is an incredibly, incredibly complex question. So this is something we actively help with within our coaching. So if you want to learn how to you know, lose fat quicker, improve your composition, improve your strength and do it without suffering most importantly right like there's an intelligent way to do it and there's a miserable way to do it and what goes wrong too is the people that suffer through it very often gain it all back so that's why we work hard to really change your mindset not towards just when you're in coaching with us but for the rest of your life absolutely so well said and you know i'd argue like one of the biggest things is that a lot of people more or less kind of know what a deficit they they should be in i just think a lot of times where people struggle is just they don't do it for a long a, a, a long uh, the, uh, the right amount of time is what I was trying to get at there. Um, so basically, you know, a lot of times as Josh mentioned, like it'll be five days on two days off. And that's where like just establishing the deficit is, you know, Hey, keep track of your weight. Even just, we always like to calculate the average weigh So at the end of the week, if let's say, you know, our average calories happen to be 2,500 and you put on two pounds, we've got to decrease that. That means you're not in a calorie deficit. That means we know the information so we can make that change. But I do believe quite a few people obviously know it. It's just the mat. It's the, it's staying consistent. It's saying no to those things on the weekend. It's, you know, just being able to keep an accurate log and still fill out your spreadsheet on the Saturday and Sunday, even if you're going out with friends. Right. So yeah, obviously that was a very good question. Josh had some great insights and uh, hopefully this helped um, you guys today. Yeah, you know, and once again, these big questions, the macro ones, if you have a question about this question, submit it to us on Instagram at Colossus Fit. We're more than happy to talk about it. Um, you know, even I realize I mentioned the Apple Watch thing. Fitness trackers have been shown to be immensely off with how much they track calories. You know, it can literally be more than 100% off. So once again, I don't like to put too much stock in that. As I mentioned, same with body fat scales. They're just not exact measures by any retrospect. But what they are is, if they're inconsistent, at least they're consistently inconsistent. So even me, I have a good idea. I like to burn about a thousand calories, total calories when I'm working out in about an hour and 15 minutes. That's kind of where I am. And I have a good idea of if I'm killing it or if I'm having a lighter day based on that. Does that mean I'm actually burning that much? No. When I go golfing for five hours, I'm actually burning uh, 2,100 cals. Probably not. Definitely no. not. Right. So once again, these are just tools you can use, but you can't put all your stock into it. But if you're struggling with the weekend as well, we are going to link our one an episode we've done before on how to stay on track over the weekends because that deserved its own episode and we made an episode on that. So if you're struggling with certain topics, search those topics for us, like search fit, healthy, happy uh, carbs, fit, healthy, happy protein. Like we've made topics on these things, staying on track on the weekend. You know, there's a lot of tools you can get in this podcast and like it's good to listen to the new ones. But also during the week, you know, aside from Tuesday and Thursday, keep firing them up, keep learning and keep growing because we want to help you. And that's why we made this. So next up for the second question of the week, we have, um, should you work out at night or the morning? What is best for better results? Yeah, honestly, just whatever works best for you. And I'm going to go into a little bit more depth here. Obviously, I don't want to just say that and leave that with you. Um, you know, when it comes down to it, you, you have to just take a look at your schedule. You have to take a look at just what 
is going to uh, where you're able to consistently do it, right? Even a lot of times people say, hey, creatine, when should I take it? It's like, hey, when you can remember, right? There's not a specific time, but when it comes down to actually getting the workout in, like the biggest thing to consider is when are you going to be just disrupted the least, right? And it's not really about the quality of workouts, right? I do believe that that is important, but I do think a lot of times people put too much precedence on like the most optimal time to just be at the strongest point. Whereas I think a lot, and, and that's obviously great if you have a free schedule, if you have a free day, if you have no you know appointments, no work and stuff like that, that's going to be a bit of a different scenario. But for me personally, speaking to about 80 to 90% of people, it's more so when you're going to be disturbed the least, it's when you're going to be less likely to skip the workouts. And I'm going to have to say for most people, once again, I'm going to use the keyword here most. The morning time is going to be best because, you know, obviously after work, you know, four, five, six, seven, whatever time you get off, things pop up, you know, just it gets absolutely crazy. You have to go pick up a bunch of different things. It's going to be significantly easier, once again, for most people to skip that workout, to not make it to the gym, to find a reason. Whereas in the morning, I find, you know, aside from maybe getting to bed a bit later for a different reason, your alarm clock goes off, you know, you, you just create that habit, you get into the gym, and then the rest of the day is yours you can do your work you can after work you have so much more time for friends family like whatever the scenario is so i would say there's no right time for optimal results 100 there isn't i do know even quite a few of my clients have said hey you know the morning's been way better i've been a little bit weaker than usual and stuff like that because it's like much earlier on but they've been able to actually stay consistent so i would take that any day of the week over just going to the gym a few times here and there at nighttime even though you are at a stronger position and your body's more warmed up and one other thing to consider as well as your body does get used to it. So I've had clients who've said, Hey, I've been going to the gym at this time in the morning and uh, I used to be like weaker. And now I'm just, you know, starting to learn my body more, you know, they'll start to have a bit of calories, you know, the night before, know they're working off that, maybe have some pre-workout and then they become just significant, like just way more adapted. And then it ends up going way better. So yeah, that's kind of like my viewpoint. Um, and, uh, I'm sure Josh has a few other thoughts as well. Absolutely. Like, you know, Kyle definitely popped off there. When is best is best. And everyone has such different schedules. So for me to say, hey, I go in the morning, so you have to go in the morning isn't, you know, great advice because you have to really look at your situation, but be real with yourself. Because I'd say if you can go in the morning, you're an advantage to go in the morning. Um, Once again, I wouldn't say it's necessarily better, but I'd say you're an advantage because I really believe you wake up with a full tank of willpower and you start to wear it. You know, you, you wake up, you got to put your clothes on, I got to pick something out, you know, wears down a bit. What am I eating for breakfast? Wears down a bit. You answer some emails, wears down a bit. Someone annoys you on the street, wears you down. Someone cuts you off. You feel, and like it make all those things make it harder to kind of drag yourself to the gym after you've had so much going on. And that's where people often go, hey, like I need to get down and I, I want to get home and I just want to rest, right? And that's where if you just make it the first thing you do and you make that time for yourself, you know, it's just your time. It's consistent. Nothing get in the way of it. You know, especially if you're going really early, like no one can kind of command that time from you. I know a lot of people like being there at 5, 6 a.m. And I can totally understand the appeal there. The second thing I'd say is really know the type of person you are. If you're someone who loves being around people, you love talking, you get motivated by people in the gym, you love when it's like loud in there, like a club, music's bumping, weights are slamming, go at night. Night is packed, but some people hate that just the same. If you hate waiting for a machine, you don't want people talking, you don't want people looking at you, you will love the morning, right? And then you can kind of get somewhere in between. We like like 9.30, that's kind of where I find the most. I've even going a little bit later because I kind of like a mixture of the both, like 11 a.m., 10.30 a.m., it can be pretty good. So, you know, these are all things to compare and try going to your gym at different times, see how you 
feel. I like the morning too because I can take caffeine and that's been an advantage to me. Um, if I have it late at night, I'm gonna not be able to sleep and I'm gonna feel worse. I also find when I work out hard before bed, I have a really hard time getting my adrenaline down. So it's personally something I avoid, but I know a ton of people, they love it, they go at night, they make time of it, they spend time there, they see friends, they do all these things, it's totally cool too. But there's kind of the, the full spectrum answer to that question. So I thought that was a great one. All right, last question for today, and it is an awesome one. When people catch me tracking my calories, some are supportive when I explain what I'm doing. However, some other will make fun and exclaim, why are you doing that? I've got better things to spend my time on. Do you need to do this right now? Um, is this even healthy? And you know, it really rubs off on me and I try not to care, but it does get to me. How do you guys respond and deal with this? Yeah, this was such a great question. And you know, actually this was asked in one of our coaching groups from one of our awesome clients, Matt. And uh, what I love about the group is just everyone was so supportive. We had Rosetta giving some feedback, Cheryl, Jake, you know, Victoria, Whitney, um, so many great responses, right? And I just chimed in and I'm actually going to read what I had said because I do believe this is pretty powerful for a lot of people who are just starting to live a f healthier lifestyle, who are starting to make changes. You know, obviously you listen to that past Thursday episode and unfortunately just based off of, you know, kind of the trajectory with things like we're not going down a great path, I guess you could say in terms of habits, in terms of, you know, just gaining weight in terms of just not performing your best so that's why we want to make these positive changes and we also want to positively impact those around us even every single person here listening i guarantee you you can impact so many people if you just explain things to them if you just share this podcast with them if you share your insights what you're doing so you guys can have so much impact even all our, our coaching clients can impact so many people around them so what i said was want to know the honest truth I tell, um, I tell people loud and proud what I'm doing and why. Majority of people around me that would question it need it. So by me explaining how calories work, I'm hoping I can um, help them jump on board and see the importance of accountability from a food log and not overeating. Truthfully, when it comes down to keeping track of calories, the main goal is to be held accountable with that and to start to understand what's actually in food. Maybe it's easier for me as I'm a fitness coach, but I can't say I've ever been judged. If anything, I'm the one that judges as most people are asking for help and not willing to listen. And then there was one other thing I said, and one other perspective, typically people around me don't even see because I usually eat a lot of the same stuff daily uh, or try to pre-log when going out. And then when people do see, it's because I'm trying to make a purpose to show them with the hopes of encouraging them to do so, to do the same. And that's pretty much just kind of what I believe, right? I just just think a lot of times like you know just people don't really understand and kind of similar to that question of just like you know Josh saying not question but that point where Josh said like question everything I think sometimes people will question things and yes there will be judgment here and there I do find a lot of judgment can come from just like someone who's a little bit insecure with themselves or you know maybe not making the best decisions themselves and everything like that so they might feel a little bit um not offended, but uh, a little bit, yeah, just kind of insecure within that. So I do believe though that like if you can actually explain things and that's why I try not to just say something and just be like, oh, I'm tracking it because I have to or because I want to. It's like actually explaining something and being like, hey, you know, I, I do believe that we have a bit of an issue here, you know, obviously with the trajectory, like, you know, like obviously I'm not going to go into depth about like the obesity rate and everything like that. But if I can just explain how it holds me accountable, if, you know, eating healthier, if hitting my protein, if all these things are helping me reach my goals, I do believe a lot of the people around me can actually be like oh man like even if they don't react well to it right away maybe within a week maybe within two weeks maybe within a couple months they might start to realize like man he was on to something you know I put on 10 pounds and this guy's down 10 pounds like you know Matt's been crushing in our coaching program right so obviously there's some things that are working here so yeah that was a really good question and uh you know I'm glad it was asked today 
Yeah, I'm a big believer too. Like even I think if you just listen to people's opinions or making fun of you, you're going to really restrict your ability in life. Like I think if you're doing what you know you need to do and you're doing something to make you feel better and grow, um, you know, if you listen to these other people, like we always joke, you know, when we made a YouTube video, people always made fun of us for it. You know, and they're like, oh, you're going to go film your workout videos. You're going to go do this and that. Right. And like it's what people do, you know, like it's People also like, you know, there's that phrase uh, I forget in Australia. I think it's more of a thing, not so much in this culture, but it's like, you know, don't get too big. Right. Or even like the UK, like where the class system is a little bit more heavy. Right. Like people kind of want to keep where you are, where it's comfortable, where they know you and change is so scary. Right. Like when you see someone doing well, when you see them becoming fitter, like it does cause you to have introspection. And it's easier to say, you know, why are you doing that? You know, keep doing what you're doing instead. You know, and then for them personally, be like, I need to change. Maybe I should evaluate how I'm eating. But I think it comes full circle and you're doing them a service by saying, you know, hey, I just care about my fitness. Like, you know, I'm totally balanced with this. It's not over the top at all. I'm still out to dinner with you, having these fun foods. Like, you know, I just I'm I'm growing, I'm challenging myself. And, you know, people can't respect that too. That's something to analyze as well. You know, we mentioned a lot, you know, the rule of five, how you become the most like and the most influenced from your five closest friends. And, you know, sometimes it's good to analyze these things too, right? And make sure you're growing with your friends in the right area, right? Like you want the whole team winning, you want everyone growing. And I think, you know, having this mindset, and even for me, like, I was saying, Kyle, you know, the best way to really show someone something is to do it yourself. You know, no one likes a talker, but when you lead by example and you just get something done and you show that, it's very powerful. Yeah, dude, so well said. Honestly, great, some great insights. And I really hope this, you know, helped a lot of you guys, you know, it, even just not even like tracking wise, but just like workout wise, like there's always going to be that criticism and it's just, you know, it's, it's your life. Right. And I think that's where I think a lot of people struggle is they're trying to please so many other people as well and trying to just cater to everybody. But like, I can confidently say everything I do day to day is for me. And obviously, you know, taking care of the people around me, of course, as well. And I think that's where a lot of people get caught up is like, they're just so focused on like what, you know, makes someone else happy or what makes someone else feel comfortable. And, you know, it's not to say to be cons like inconsiderate within your actions and everything like that but at the end of the day like it's it's your life and you know just everyone kind of just does different things and that's something to take into consideration for sure all right thank you everyone for listening once again if you love these episodes that are 40 minutes plus please 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 help us out and share this with a friend help us grow you know leave a review it really just means a lot especially if we offer you value and we've helped you in any way if you can you know repay that in this small way that's all we ask you know we don't do ads we don't do any of that stuff you know we just really focus on value and you know if you want us to help you even more if we help you just from recording podcasts imagine what we can do with you when we take you one-on-one -on -one. and you know i look forward to creating some new success stories and helping radically change people to be their best self so if you want to do that DM us on Instagram, fat loss at Colossus Fit, C O L O S S U S F I T. Otherwise, go out, crush a day, make it count, and thank you everyone for tuning in.